The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. <laughs> Hey math fans, Jason Marshall, Math Dude here with your weekly dose of quick and dirty tips to make math easier. There are many things in math that people memorize and use but never really understand. Among these, none are more famous than a positive times a negative equals a negative and a negative times a negative equals a positive. But why are these statements true? And how does multiplication and division really work when you throw negative numbers into the mix? The answer to these questions and more are the subject of today's episode. As we talked about in the episode called Is Multiplication Repeated Addition? In most circumstances, it's best to think of multiplication as something that scales a number to be some other number of times its original size. You could think of the problem 2 times 5 as stretching out a 5-unit-long stick laying along the number line until it's 10 units long, twice its original length. That's easy enough, but how about something even easier? 1 times 5, what does that mean? This problem just says to stretch the number 5 out along the number line until it's 1 times its original length. In other words, the magnitude of the original number stretched out along the number line does not change in this problem. In case you need a refresher, we talked about magnitudes in the episode on absolute values. So that's how multiplication with positive numbers works. But what about when one or both numbers are negative? To start with, what does it mean to multiply a positive number by a negative number? Well, according to our definition of multiplication, a problem like negative 1 times 5 tells us to stretch the number 5 out along the number line until it's negative 1 times its original length. We've seen how to stretch a number out to be 1 times its original length, but negative 1? What does that even mean? The quick and dirty tip is that multiplying any number by negative 1 simply flips it from one side of the number line to the other. If the number multiplied by negative 1 is positive, the result is negative. If the number multiplied by negative 1 is negative, the result is positive. So we now know that negative 1 times 5 is equal to negative 5. Notice that just like when multiplying 1 times 5, multiplying negative 1 times 5 doesn't change the magnitude of the original number 5. It only changes its sign. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. How about the problem negative 2 times 5? Well, in that case, two things happen. First, the magnitude of the number 5 is stretched out along the number line until it's twice its original size. And second, 
the number that we get as a result of this stretching, 10, is flipped across the number line to give us the final answer. Negative 2 times 5 is equal to negative 10. It's no mystery that these two things happen since what we've learned so far tells us that the number negative 2 can also be written negative 1 times 2, which means that the problem negative 2 times 5 can also be written negative 1 times 2 times 5. So the first step, 2 times 5, does the stretching, and the second step flips the result across the number line. And thus, a positive times a negative equals a negative. That's how things work when multiplying a positive number by a negative number. But what about multiplying two negative numbers together? To see what happens, let's think about the problem negative 1 times negative 1. This problem says to flip the number negative 1 to the other side of the number line, giving an answer of 1. How about the more complicated problem negative 2 times negative 5? Start by using the fact that negative 2 is equal to negative 1 times 2 to instead think of this problem as negative 1 times 2 times negative 5. This just says to first stretch negative 5 until it has twice its original magnitude, which means that it's equal to negative 10, and then to flip this result across the number line. So the answer is 10. And thus, a negative times a negative equals a positive. But how do you figure out the sign when doing division with negative numbers? The rule for figuring out the sign when you divide a positive number by a negative number, or vice versa, or a negative number by a negative number, is exactly the same as when you multiply them. Just swap in the operation of division instead of multiplication, and everything works the same. In particular, dividing a positive number by a negative number, or vice versa, results in a negative number. And dividing a negative number by another negative number results in a positive number. Why? Well, think back to the connection between fractions and division that we talked about in an earlier episode. In that episode, we learned that dividing some number by a number like 2 has the same effect as multiplying the original number by the fraction 1 half, which means that dividing a positive number by a negative number like negative 2 is the same thing as multiplying it by the fraction negative 1 half. That means that any division problem can be turned into an equivalent multiplication problem, and that all of the logic for figuring out signs that we talked about for multiplication works for division 2. Before we finish up, it's time for this week's featured number from my post on QDT's blog, The Quick and Dirty. This week's number isn't actually a number, but is instead an explanation of the hypothetical job interview puzzle I gave in last week's episode. The puzzling question is... How many points are there on a sphere where after walking one mile south, then one mile east, and finally one mile north, you end up right back where you started? It's pretty easy to come up with one point that works, the North Pole. When you're standing at Earth's North Pole, any direction you walk is south. So walking one mile south, which means in any direction, then one mile east, then one mile north, must put you right back at the North Pole. But are there other locations that work too? Indeed, there are. In fact, there are an infinite number of them. If you want to find out where all those points are, check out my blog post on The Quick and Dirty. Remember to become a fan of The Math Dude on Facebook where you'll find a new number of the day or math puzzle posted each and every weekday. That's at facebook.com slash themathdude. If you're on Twitter, please follow me there too at twitter.com slash jasonmarshall. 
Until next time, this is Jason Marshall with the Math Dude's quick and dirty tips to make math easier. Thanks for listening, math fans. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy.